This, girl, this woman is going to take him for everything he's worth. Hey, welcome to uh, Escape from Plan A, uh, your, your episode for this week. <laughs> you know, Adam, I'm going to keep that little in, uh, that little intro as an Easter what, egg. What an intro. Opening. What an yeah, intro. What an intro. It's, it's, it's buried somewhere in the opening theme. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's it's me, Teen. Uh, I've got Jess. Yo, what's up? And Adam, what's going on? Hey, everyone. All right, so well, let's get into it. We'll get into it because Jess, I, was it you, Jess, that shared this post in our Asian masculinity? Yeah, uh, I mean, I found it. Um, I mean, I, somebody in the uh, in the Planet Discord had pasted it. And we had a little conversation. It's just like, I, like at first sight, it was just kind of like a shit post, and I just kind of read it. It was like, uh, and then they just kept bugging me. And then I realized, like, this post, is, there's, like, it's an onion. It's a perfect onion. You peel the layers. So I think what we're doing, and then I presented it to to you guys, and it, it seemed to strike a chord with you, too. So I guess I guess we're critiquing a yeah. shit post today. I think, I just found it interesting because, and, and the, um, the post in our Asian masculinity, of which, Adam, you used to be a mod, and I, I used to be I pretty did. active in this sub. Way, I like way, this sub yeah. a lot. I still do. I think it's, yeah. I don't really go very often, but like, no. I, I do think that there are some pretty smart posts in here. And I, I don't know, Jess, I would say that there are elements to this that are interesting that are worth considering it's just it's very trp-ish it's very like uh yeah see that's the problem right they're uh, all like it's never all one or the other mm. so it takes it takes some discipline what do you mean what are the other it's Um, not all it's not like like people like to boil it down to oh this is a good thing or a bad thing it's mm, never one or the other it's like you you just have to have the personal discipline and some experience of your own to be able to parse it for what it is and take what you take what you need from it and leave leave the garbage now the problem is that places like this tend to attract people that don't have that internal compass Right, you know what I mean. So right. it's really, really hard to be able to navigate this um, with with firm footing. You end up you. It's easy to get sucked in and kind of tilt in a bad direction. Right. So I think we're. I'm going to read this post, and I think that we're. I, I think that we are of the same mind that this is neither really about being good or bad. I just think it's an interesting post, and mm-hmm. I want to kind of get into some of the elements. And in fact, it kind of reminded me actually. Very much so about my first post into this sub uh, and what I was trying to convey. Anyway, okay, here it goes. The title is, this is 212 upvotes. We'll link to it in the show notes. To all the young guys out there, ages 18 to 29, who feel bad about their career or dating life, don't despair. It gets better as long as you aren't lazy. Okay, so this is the body of the post. I see a lot of posts on here from younger guys, well, younger than me at least, that usually start out like this. Is there something I'm doing wrong? I tried to make a move on a girl I like, but I got rejected. Or the girl I like chose a taller, buffer guy, and now I am depressed, etc. <laughs> on a few of these posts. And amazingly, some of these guys have contacted me to ask me for advice. Well, I guess now I'm at a point where I'm just going to make a post and point these guys to this post in the future so I don't have to retype the same thing over and over again. This guy's time is very valuable. Just- very, very. I'm a man in the mid to late 30s groups i don't have everything figured out but i will say this my route to quote success was not perfect i dropped out of college stanford at 19 to find work worked for two years at various low-key jobs and earned some cash 
talked and made friends with regular people outside of academia and really got to appreciate living life without any school pressure and finally returned to college at the age of 21. I graduated at 24 with a computer science degree from Stanford and started immediately working in Silicon Valley. I worked for a tech company, Intuit. Yes, the company that makes TurboTax, lol, for six (laughs) years and really learned the trade, made good money, and I invested into a house. To get the down payment, I didn't buy a fancy car or go out to pick up bars trying to get chicks, which are all very expensive activities and honestly, kind of useless when you're a young guy still trying to build your life up. I just saved, invested into stocks, and eventually had $60,000 to put down. I put that ha- by put that into a house in 2013 for $600,000. I guess the price was $600,000, 10% down, and I sold it in 2021 for $1.8 million. On top of that, my investments into Tesla, Microsoft, and Apple, not really hidden gen companies, netted me $850,000 in profit. On top of my salary and other investments, I made out really good. He did? Effectively, in my 30s, I was a multimillionaire with zero debt. How's that for a former college dropout? Now, I run a business providing managed IT services for various companies across the country. I have around eight clients, and my annual gross is $600,000 a year, and I only have two full-time employees. I also have an e-commerce company that I'm running with a partner, and that company is now grossing in the high six figures as well. So, life is good. Now, I'm in my mid to late 30s. I just found the girl of my dreams earlier this year. She's a drop-dead gorgeous woman from New Zealand who's doing her PhD at UC Irvine. Whenever I go out with her, I see guys eyeing her up and down. And one guy even yelled at me in public, you're a lucky son of a bitch, man. (laughs) I enjoy that shit. I didn't really have to try real hard to get her. No running game, no tricks, just being confident and knowing that my life is great with or without a woman. No pressure at all. She's 10 years younger than me. All those women who don't give, didn't give me the time of day when I was in the 18 to 25, who were my age and went for way less successful guys than myself, do you think I give a shit? In fact, I saw one of them at a party Actually, at a I mutual friend's house. <laughs> Let's call he her, quote, Christine. The story <laughs> with her is I wanted to date Christine when I first started working in the Bay Area. I knew her through mutual friends. We had good chemistry. She understood my humor, and I liked her style. And honestly, Christine had a nice ass for an Asian woman, LOL. She accepted a few dates. I swear, I took this woman to some expensive places through gifts at her when I really didn't even have that much money. Tried to tell her I would be dedicated to her. How did Christine return my offers of a relationship? She went and dated a white European dude who was a PhD student with a bright future, admittedly, and eventually married him. Yeah, I was crushed. And guess what? It made me realize one thing. Women naturally practice hypergamy. This woman saw me, a newly graduated man with little to his name, and thought, I'll let this guy pay for dates, wine and dine me, but I have zero intentions of returning anything back, let alone meeting his emotional and sexual needs. I learned at that party that she's newly divorced with two kids, 36 years old, bold. Basically, a woman who was a single mom and has hit the wall hardcore. When she saw me with my new fiancé at this friend's party, a woman who was way hotter than her and more than 10 years younger, the look on her face was priceless. She couldn't even look me in the eye. I only smiled and waved just to be polite. No need to boast or anything. Just enjoy the success of being a patient and motivated man who learned that sometimes delayed gratification is better. So 
my advice to the young guys out there, graduate ASAP, find a job, something you enjoy. Work hard in the private sector for four to five years. I mean, work hard. Don't be, don't be fucking lazy. If you're not working 40 plus hours a week and 20 plus hours a week finding a side hustle, you're being lazy. Learn everything. Learn from your peers. Learn from your business partners. Learn from people way better than you. Save money. Invest. Stack away cash. Do everything you can to not waste time or money. People who waste either, don't let them into your life. In five years, you will look back to this post, I promise you, and think, man, that guy was right. He really knew what he was talking about. Is it going to be easy? Of course not. There was a time in my 20s when I didn't touch a female, not even a kiss, for three years straight. Do you think I wanted to go go out there, go to a club, and find someone to be with? Heck yeah, but it's called personal accountability and discipline. Men without either will never make it, and I've seen it too many times. So for now, as hard as it may be, disregard the ladies and work on yourself. Become a better, stronger man. Man, then later the ladies will come with ease. Done. Mic drop. So, I guess. mic drop. Oh wow, lots to go through there. <laughs> mm. um, anyone have? Do we have any initial thoughts? Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, when I, when I, sh- I mean, shout out to Paluo in the in the Discord. Yes, I think he's mm. the one who uh, he's he's our resident raccoon. He digs up all of the tastiest garbage for us to pick through. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, 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 he brings a lot free. of garbage to the table. Yeah, garbage yeah. be free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the raccoon clan. That's right. Thanks, Unite. thanks your service. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I didn't really know what. I, like, I, I showed it to you guys, and then I'm like, I, I'm not really sure if this is my lane or anything. So I don't know how to weigh in. My first thought was, uh, like, this is actually fair advice, like blanket yes. advice. We can even yeah. take gender out of this, right? Like, sure. as much as he wants to talk about like the fundamental nature of like women versus men or anything, like, if you're if you're like upwardly mobile, um, in in America, uh, like the like the uh, every service-based advanced economy, basically, right? Like men and women don't live fundamentally different lives. Uh, so if, if you're in your twenties, chances are you are you're you're a broke. You're b you're trying to finish up sc- like get your education and get your get your footing in a career. That's not the best time, really, to be dedicating yourself to like either having fun or playing the field. This goes for men and women, honestly. Um, so you mean to, like, yeah. what, what, what part of it are you distilling out that you think applies to both men and women? Is it the work on yourself and sort of disregard the, this, this, yeah. this so opening like, game yeah. for later? Like, like the last two little paragraphs where he talks about like in five years, uh, you're going to, you're going to thank me. Basically you're going to thank me for telling you to like buckle down, do the grind, like ignore the right. distractions, ignore the fun, build yourself up. That's blanket good advice. If you're in your twenties, honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. um, there's going to be slight differences. Like obviously like women run on a different, Different biological clock than men, but that's not exact. But that's not what we're talking about here, right? Like, if the traditional pathway is, uh, you know, uh, you graduate high school, everyone goes to like everyone who wants to be in this white collar world, you have to go to college, you have to probably get a degree on top of that. That takes you about to your like mid twenties, right? At the earliest, unless you're going depending on what you're doing. But yeah, yeah, if you're going if you're going for a terminal degree, like like medicine or something, yeah, you're booked until your thirties. Thirties, yeah. Yeah, um, this is for men and women, right? Like like as a woman, I've seen a lot of i've seen a lot of female friends get derailed because they got into a relationship with a man who like took too much uh too much attention from her and she kind of got and she like held herself like she couldn't dedicate herself to her education or her career and then fell behind in that in that respect right so like this is um like 
like this is just one of those things where like it's when i'm saying like this you have to be able to distill like the good from the bad and kind of work with it yourself like i i i i don't get the sense that people primarily i guess young men who are reading this will get the understanding that um this kind of the same pressures are on men and women here yeah, yeah, especially if you're on that, if you're on a career path of some sort, which yeah, is like what he he's saying. He doesn't talk about Christine. Like, he doesn't go into anything about this Christine woman other than that she used to have a nice ass for an Asian. <laughs> uh, like, and then, and then, and then, and then went off with the wrong guy, you know? Right. Yeah, whatever. but presumably, like, if he's, okay, if he's in grad school or working, like, presumably she's also, like, in that same field, right? Like, in that same, like, general, like, right. Uh, right. like professional class, so, like, dating and marrying a guy who was a PhD student uh that implies some things like we don't know anything about this christine woman except as a v as like a little plot point in his in his story which is a hypergamous woman who made the wrong bet and then quote hit the wall and is apparently devastated at being in her mid-30s with two kids she's a a flex she's 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 yes she's a cornerstone to this story because he's saying christine is the embodiment of your current frustrations she's young she's hot she's really not that you have to spend a ton to just even like have her pay attention to you. And in the end, right. she's going to ditch you anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. And, right. and let's face it, that can happen. It's not sure. like that can't happen, but, you know, but, yeah, does he but, have to, does he have to say that she's in, uh, you know, I mean, obviously nice like, ass for an Asian. No, he doesn't have to be a good. Well, and it's, it's also clear. I mean, this is our Asian masculinity. So she sure. embodies everything evil, which is I'm hypergamous. I climb over the Asian guy to get to the white guy, you know? Right. Right. And then haha, she gets her comeuppance, you know, now she's like, you know, her ass is droopy and she's got two kids and 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 no no right. man to support. And who's going to want her, her right that's, yeah, that's sort yeah, of implied yeah, yeah. which uh, is a it's a pretty um what, what is the word it's it's that that's not the most charitable way of viewing you know <laughs> no <laughs> yeah how to how to go, how to grow up here you know but okay i, I, I mean I aside from that it's like perfect red pill fan fiction like it could happen right we just mm-hmm. have no sense of like what this christine person's actual life is about here we do get a little bit of sense of what like the social like a macro dynamic that we're seeing because what's this guy talking about when he describes the attributes of his quote perfect girl right well, for one thing, is she's ten years younger, uh, but mm. she's also working. On, she's also a PhD student, right? So right. this also implies some things about like what what this guy and presumably what other men like him are also looking for in women, which is attract like being attractive, but also being of the same social and professional class to have achievements in a career. All that takes time, is what I'm saying. So like so. Um, the only thing that I really got out of this is that it's like it's like applying a much older framework of men of gender relations onto mapping it onto a current social dynamic that it's not well suited for. Here's the problem with I, I agree that you're what you're saying is that the overall advice of setting aside, you know, for guys and for for girls um, to really work on matters of career and education and things like that other and 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 just sort of personal development uh on your own solo track mm. is of probably a better investment at that age and will lead to a better outcome uh in terms of like finding a partner later yes. and you should do that later in life not now right right okay but the problem and, and i agree with that and in fact like the reason i really was interested in this post because it is in many ways very similar to the post I put uh, seven years ago. It was my first post ever. 
uh, called, I have it pulled up here. I think I titled it Keeping the Mind Game Tight, A Practical Approach. And I said the same thing. I said the first thing you got to do is you've got to, don't be overly, I I wrote this, women, don't be overly distracted or concerned about the ladies. TRPPUA stuff is a remedial course for borderline personalities, and it doesn't even work. And I said the short of it is that it's not, for you young people, for you young guys, this isn't your time to shine in the ladies game. So I'm like really quite, I guess, in agreement with his fundamental thesis here, which is like a lot of the frustration that comes from younger guys is in part just a function of your age. And if you invest in yourself, then this game becomes easier when you're old. But here's the problem is like when seven years ago, that was my position. But now looking back, I'm like, well, I left some things out. And I think one of them is that you don't want to come back into this in in your late 30s or mid 30s or whatever and apply this. You don't want to be emotionally underdeveloped either. True. You know, and I think you yeah. see that with guys like uh, Tech Lead, you know, the, the YouTuber. Oh, who, God. You know, you know, I think kind yeah. of can embody how this goes wrong, which is, you know, he talks about how he just became like this, you know, 10x coder and stuff and then got married to some woman and had a kid and then she left his ass and he doesn't know why. And then now he's posting videos that are pretty borderline, in my opinion. Because uh, he's, he's awful, like, personally. Like, he just yeah, is because probably just, not a really nice person to be around. Yeah. And I think that part of, the, I guess, the over, the oversight here is, like, that you, you can't really, in my mind, just sort of, like, ignore, if you're a guy, ignore women, or if you're a girl, like, ignore men. And assume that yeah. when you pick it back up again in your 30s that like you're not you're going to be like well developed in that regard like you could be highly underdeveloped like in terms of how to manage relationships i know that like i got myself into uh i would say uh well i don't know if that's necessarily why but like i don't think i had like the best formed ideas about relationships and at the time i wrote that post when i was 36 37 you know um, so the same guy, same age this uh, guy is now, allegedly. Yeah, and I don't yes. think it sounds, I mean, you guys tell me, but I, I don't think this guy necessarily has a recipe for real marital success here. No, 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 not you at know? all. And I not see guys, I see guys in the comments, like, calling this into question, and I think it's legitimate. Like, from from one of the, some, someone commenting said, curious, what, what's your plan with this white girl who's like 10 years younger than you? Uh, are you going to marry her in a year or two before you hit 40 or are you just dating? Do you like take her to expensive places and like pay for everything? Cause, cause you're the successful as guy? a successful person. Yeah. You know, like I think, uh, and, and, and I'm glad like a lot of the posts like are sort of like kind of saying what Jess, what you're saying is like, um, yeah, I get it. I don't really like a lot of the TRP stuff that you, <laughs> you know, the TRP language that you, uh, that you wrapped it in. Like the top, the top comment is good for you, my brother. Younger gen only have it easier. Uh, I am not only fully on board with the, I am not fully on board with the red pillish terminology, but there is some truth to everything you say. Um, and I think that it's a little bit more than just like I don't really like the terminology, but I do think like as a guy even a little bit older than this guy, like I'm like. I don't know if this is necessarily a successful recipe, man. I've heard some pretty bad stories about guys who did exactly this and married the hot girl or whatever and had a kid 
And during the divorce proceedings, she like burned his house down. You know what I'm saying? Like literally. Right. I, like this, this is a, this, that, that wasn't even hyperbole, right? Like she actually, this woman yeah, no, she actually, torched, she torched yeah. herself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not about the language. I think just conce- like the the concepts he's drawing on are fundamentally flawed, right? It's it's fair personal advice, but where it fails completely is as an as interpersonal advice. Like, I mean, I I ended up feeling sorry for his fiance like this is this feels like something far less than a than a complete whole relationship for one thing right he's valuing her because she's 10 years she's 10 years younger than him has a has a great body is beautiful is accomplished well what's and you know you hear about what happened to what how he thinks of christine 10 years down the line mm-hmm, right like mm-hmm. what's oh, gonna yeah, happen to his revenge. fiance she was if, revenge uh, against christine isn't yeah, she? but what's yeah. going to happen to his fi- like? What's he going to think of his fiance if, let's say, she has a kid or two, gains a few pounds, exactly. right? It is going to age, right? Right. In, in <laughs> ten years, what's going to happen, right? Right. If like, who knows what's going to happen in ten? Like, it implies, yeah. it implies, it, it it very revealing of how what he considers to be the fundamental value of a woman in his life, and he talks about taking her out just basically to get. Um, to get attention from other men. Yeah, basically. Like, he, he's he's trying to say that he did all these things in his life um, because he didn't care about women. Mm-hmm. I say that he's actually lying to himself, and he did it all because he cares 100% about what women think about him. Mm. He just has delayed gratification. He, just, he was just able to, you know, know Nut November for like six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right, no, right? Nut, no nut half decade. Yeah, um, no nut half decade, and, and no thinks, nut nineties. Right, right. <laughs> and he thinks that he's like accomplished something, and 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 it's sort of like as you guys are saying, right? It's there's some truth to what he's saying. There's some good advice in terms of try to um, resist the culture saying that in your young, you need to go have fun and just spend all the money that you ever earn. So, you know, there's some good advice there, but like what you were saying, teen in that, like he's going to come out of this and has he actually sort of grown as a person? He's grown his bank account, but I don't think like, you know, in, uh, you know, a, a, like his personality or just, as, um, I'm trying, what the for like his psycho like his he just hasn't grown as a per his character hasn't grown at all and um that's just a recipe for disaster like he's rich now he has the trappings of being wealthy that's gonna attract a certain type of person and I think he's just gonna be taken he's gonna be he's set himself up to being taken advantage of like he just hasn't grown at all like he's grown his bank account but he's not grown anything else. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, it could more charitably, I think you could say maybe he's like tailoring his language for the, you know, he's like pandering to the audience a little bit and knowing kind of like what their concerns and insecurities are. And he's just sort of like, you know, maybe he really has a great relationship with her. Who knows? And he's just kind of like exaggerating a little bit so that they'll pay attention. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, maybe I don't really care about what his reality is. I care more about like 
what he's writing. Okay, what right? he's writing. What he's yeah. yeah, he's trying. He's what trying he's to. Out. He knows he's talking to younger, impressionable men as a stepping into the role of like taking on the persona of a role model for them. So what he says, what he says here is actually more important than what his like inner react lived experience uh, might be. Like right. a thing that was a kind of like you guys talked a bit about like the wife guy. Um, the wife mm-hmm. guy phenomenon, you know, obviously the, the other pole to that is like the simp, right? And then the mm-hmm. and then on the other side of that would be like the red pill, the red pill husband or some shit, right? The red pill guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, um, I guess trad trad man for the trad, trad wife ma- trad guy, man right? shit for the trad wife. The yeah. Trad wiser. Pussy yeah. yeah yeah there you go um it just struck me from this post that like this guy actually has all of it kind of scrambled like he's talking about whining and dining christine this woman that he has now denigrated as not having been worth all that right like taking her out to fancy place showering with gifts being supportive of her like extravagantly generous with his with his gifts when um, he didn't even have that much drink. money he didn't have that much money and then talk and then like okay so so he he simped right but now he has mm-hmm. this fiance a woman that he like presumably considers worth treating well right has enough value to demand that kind of treatment from him and he takes some amount of pleasure in denying her that or like goes to some extent to at least present himself as someone who did not who does not treat her that way or does it need like to? he's got he's gotten it all scrambled. Like you should be very generous with your wife, right? Or fiance, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, like fiance. I'm just treating that as interchangeable. This, like this person right. that he is partnered with, he see he's committed to her. Um, you should be treating that woman like a queen. You should be taking her out to dinner. You should be enjoying, you supporting her, being uh, being, uh, you know, flexing your, your your power to provide on her. Especially since he says her value system is very traditional. Right? Yeah, so like, so that's that kind of exposes how he sees women in this case, right? Like he taught he in a comment he talks about, um, like I'll just quote, like usually women that expect the quote queen treatment tend to be third wave feminist slash modern woman types. That's actually one of the tells. They demand that type of royal treatment because feminism tells them that they quote deserve that treatment. Otherwise, the man isn't giving them enough value for simply existing. Ask any woman what their opinion on third wave feminism is, and if they give a positive viewpoint of it, leave them forever and never look back. These are the women who will wreck their own marriages and ditch you while taking half your wealth. Date them at your own peril. That's a that's that's weird, and that's 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 mm. kind of remarkably telling. It's kind of saying that a woman it's not even saying that there is a woman who deserves to be treated that way. It's simply all women don't. Yeah. Uh, so it's so what was the what is the, your fiance to you in that case the woman that you pre, you presumably think deserves to have this kind of support from you and you're taking and you're and you see it as a mark in her favor that she a doesn't want it uh, or that b she still stays with you even though you don't provide that this is kind of a filter for low self esteem yes or naivete yes. yeah. And that's um, what a lot of the TRP stuff is. It's blanketed is. in hyperbolic language, right? Like yeah. to invoke the language of like an entitled shrew of a woman who demands extravagant things and gives nothing back um, and is, is cynical and manipulated and will just crush men uh, under her, you know, under her, her stiletto heels or something, right? Uh, but we're not talking about that one. We're talking about his own fiance here. This is a woman that you think is valuable and you refuse to treat her. You refuse to treat her generously. In which case, what was the point of all your fucking money, dude? Which is sort of a lie, too, because he responds later to someone else. Um, 
that he does take her on these trips and they go to nice restaurants. But it's it's actually for me, not for her. Right, it's not for me, for not for her. <laughs> I just want to make it clear that she doesn't ask any. She's the perfect. She, this is actually like 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 the perfect mod, the TRP model wife, a pliable, submissive, super hot woman that has high value but demands nothing of you, the man. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Jess. I think uh, there's a there's a sentence in here that's pretty revealing, and maybe we could try to reframe. Uh, maybe another way to kind of look about look at the sort of evolution of of people when it comes to relationships but this is a bolded sentence right so this was a a very meaningful sentence to to him he said this woman uh this woman saw me christine saw me a newly graduated man with little to his name and thought i'll let this guy pay for dates wine and dine me but i have zero intentions of returning anything back let alone this is the part that's interesting to me Meeting his emotional and sexual needs. And I think what that meant, that sets up, I think, a clear inference that he now is with a woman who does meet his emotional and sexual needs. And I don't care whether it's emotional or sexual. It, the key is it's meeting his needs, mm-hmm. right? That the model here is that you need a woman who you can, who will fulfill your needs, that you are getting something from, you're extracting from. And I think that just sets up a really um, limited and, and and almost sort of like you know emotionally uh, uh, juvenile view. Um, it's very transactional. I think it's very, well. Yeah. I think it's very Freudian. You yeah, know where yeah. where right. where you're thinking of a woman as sort of like this Freudian teat from which you can extract no I mean, I've thought, needs, th- I've right? thought this many so, times they are mm-hmm. they, they are looking for a mother archetype here because mm-hmm. they recoil if there's the exp- if at the thought of a woman expecting something back from them like right. they because, want that unconditional love right. yes or you see a lot of this with guys yeah you see a lot of this with like older guys who get themselves into like a bad situation like like our friend tech lead there and or become very very like they go from red pill to like black pilled you know and then and then everything like the whole world is fucked up and the very like nature of existence is fucked up why because the the love that they thought that they had with this woman turned out to be conditioned upon them being providers and right. for some right. reason the idea that you as a man should be a provider is horrifying to them they, the idea that a woman would see you the same way as you demand as you, you see, see them, them right yeah, yeah. You're, is, they're just is, providing is, is, things that aren't dollars and cents necessarily right emotional and sexual yeah. needs which is says, just right? as valuable right i mean but it's it's a need you know yeah. why don't you just no, throw I mean, financial it's, it's in predicated there? right exactly it's, I think what Teen's talking about here is saying that, like, this guy is very proud of himself for having money, uh, success yeah. in life. He's able to provide. But then later on the thread, he's basically patting himself on the – he's flexing on how little of it he actually has to deploy to keep this super hot, smart, young woman by mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to think. That's a very that's a very weird way to uh, uh, talking about it that implies the the, the value structure underneath it. Um, that uh, it's it's very so God so he is valued by his ability to provide and he can provide quite well he is he is a a man with means but God forbid she actually expect him to be able to have right. to have that money and be able to deploy it for her benefit 
Right. That would mean that she is a manipulative gold digging shrew. Right. Or God forbid if they have kids, like for their kids. Right? Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a double it's a double bind that that uh, that men seem particularly vulnerable to, uh, wanting to be like like fucking like uh, like Elon Musk around here like being treated <laughs> like Elon Musk or something the richest guy in the world but then recoiling at the thought that like women would would find that attribute valuable like what the it's it's they it's seeking a maternal kind of love I I think that there are. One of the problems is that when guys go through an earlier stage in life, like let's like say high school through college, and sometimes maybe even after that, where they become simps, and we will talk mm-hmm. about what simping mm-hmm. is, but it's pretty bad, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about simps for a sec. Like, I, I knew some simps, okay? Uh an example of a simp is a guy I know who spent all four years of college like just openly, blatantly in love with a girl who never dated him, but never told him to fuck off either. Mm. And he was there to always... I mean, she would just openly date guys in his face and still call him whenever something was wrong, she would call him. Um, and he, he was he would, in our orbit, as the TRP saying would say. Yes, he was absolutely locked in title. You know, in he was in orbit. title lock with her. Title you know? locked orbit. Yeah, yeah. And he would pick up the phone anytime for her, and she knew, and she became accustomed to the idea that this guy was around. Um, whenever you know her primary boyfriend or whatever wasn't, or anything time she needed something, he was there to pick it up. And I gotta say, I thought he was a very fine person. I didn't think that he was like, you know, a creepy guy. I thought his intentions with I knew him. I thought her his intentions were pure and he he thought that what he was going to do is one day sort of outlast all these other bullshit suitors and she would finally see the, you know, the, the truth is that he was there all along. Oh boy. And, you know, hey, we our culture does re, it has in the past reinforced this with stories. Yes, and that's movies true. that 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 God. reinforce this notion of being the true guy, you know, the true God. soul. I hate at the end of the shit. road. Um, but he wasted, I, f- I feel, four years. He wasted his college experience on this. I got to say, like, from a, I was not, did not, you know, in any way interject myself into the situation or try to change it because I didn't know him that well and I didn't really care. But I thought that she was not acting in a, in a particularly uh, admirable way towards this guy. Um, so. That to me is very simpish. Now I see this sort of like commodification of simping. I I signed up for OnlyFans because I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to DM someone. It was for research. It was for research. It was research. for research. It was for science. For science. For science. For science. I signed up to OnlyFans, and I I saw now the mass online commodification of simping as a culture. Okay, OnlyFans. Get them on is, the pod. Actually. It's a, it's a social. I don't think they're going to come on the pod because they're deep in the simp game. Okay, and <laughs> we won't they, simp, they, so they're not coming on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're deep in the simp game, and the simp game is one where, you know, I think that some semblance of sexual and emotional needs are blasted out and made clear that this is a transactional thing. But I will, you give me money, and then I will meet your emotional and sexual needs. It, it's the sort of like full circle of simping. 
where, uh, you know, I think this guy even talks about it in his post a little bit. Where, uh, or somewhere he says, like, uh, uh, something about, like, the, the sort of, like, entertainment system that we have these days would, like, make it attractive to, like, just basically not go out and put yourself out there. I think someone in the comments had talked about that. I, I don't Maybe know. in the comments. Uh, yeah, I don't. It really wasn't know. in the original post. Yeah, but 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 it's a sort of like, like just sort of, uh, you know, formalization of simping into like, you know, an actual way of of media <laughs> having your emotional and sexual needs met or whatever. Uh, that's that's everywhere now, you know, and so that's that's simping to me, and I think that's like stage one of life is this uh, this like almost like pathological belief in like the purity um of of love that it must be especially when it comes to another woman must not be contingent it must ultimately break through this you know uh horrible deep you know this 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 sort of fucked up world of tit for tat and transactional this and it's got to be pure and I don't know. I just see it as like a bunch of dudes who are like sort of traumatized by being separated from their mother <laughs> and looking for a mother replacement. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, while um, while all simultaneously treating women um, like uh, like prostitutes in a way. Like, mm-hmm. let's go back to Christine for a second here, right? Like, he's pretty much making it explicit that he sh- he he paid a lot of money for her attention basically, right? Taking out to mm-hmm. dinner, fancy dinners, buying her presents and all of that. And she did not return anything back. And I presume he means like sex because, you know, has zero intention of returning anything back, let alone meeting emotional and sexual needs. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's, he said he put a lot of quarters in the slot machine, but no prize came out. Right. Yeah. So it's simultaneously wanting this pure, transcendental, uh, unconditional, per- almost parental love from a woman, and trying to achieve it by treating her like a like a slot machine. Yes, and he ca- yes. he came yes. around to realizing that that was a mistake. I mean, he did yeah. make that evolution, right? Right. Yeah. But he, I, so I think you can. I think you can trans- You can you can learn that lesson without defaulting to women are her hypergamous hoes. Yes, you you can, and I, I think that he. I don't like. I believe in us as a species. I think we can manage. This. Yes, I think see, we can manage. See, that, I'm not but... sure about that. You see, I'm not. I'm not actually sure about that. And I and I do think that uh, the faster. See, I think the problem actually, and his advice is actually making this worse. Is like we're all on a delayed schedule now. You know, like yes, schooling is taking more time. Getting self sufficient and making money is taking more time. And by the time you're getting around to forming like you know deep bonds and and and, and, and with a partner, um, you know it's already kind of late in the game, right? And a lot of these things that you've been, you know, he's saying disregard the ladies, meaning like don't pay attention to this till later. I'm like, I, I'm not so sure about that. I think a lot of this stuff should have been been like according to our natures, maybe happening like way earlier in life. But I do think there does need to be a period where a guy. I think the simping period needs to happen very briefly and then hopefully you get past it very quickly. But then right. I do think that you go right. to a second stage that I think of as more of um, like a wolf stage, a, a sort of like feral stage where <laughs> the guy is 
in a in a more confident stance but is still being extractive like he's he's a narcissistic asshole but he's acting to his own whims rather than you know a demanding in a way or expecting that some woman is going to be like a, a fairy godmother to him, you know, understanding to some extent, like this is an evolution that women are after what they're after and I'm after what I'm after. So let's, let's trade, let's go, let's go trade and play this game. And, and I do think that that is a step in the right direction, but it's obviously not the last or final step or right. it's an intermediate step, you know? And I don't know. I think I see. Are you describing it, like black pilling? No, I'm just saying I'm describing teenagers. I'm describing adolescents. I'm describing um I think when kids become like hormonal, you know, like that 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 they're starting to just sort of understand that there's some things that they want from girls and then they're trying to figure out well, what, what what do girls want from me? I'm being cishet normative here, okay, fine. Straight normative, but that 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 that's what I'm talking about. Well, that's your experience. We so. can we can yes. lo- lock it into that because that's uh, yeah. that's the world we know. Well, I mean, no, I do think. I mean, it's a plot. Like if you're world. if you if you're gay, I'm sure oh. it's a similar thing in terms of yeah. what do other gay men want. You know, like well, you're whatever. describing more a developmental stage, I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you're saying yeah. like like the time frame is a, is uh, is is weird to me. So you're saying like the feral stage, uh, ideally happens in your teens and your late. I don't know. Teens? I I don't know. I'm guessing the younger the better. You know, like. I what I'm saying is that I do think the idea that, being like, to kind of get over all the humps like as fast as you can. Well, so yeah, I mean, I think we used to get 40s. over these humps faster, mm. and now we're delaying it so much that like a lot of guys are getting stuck at this like way late in the game. But what I'm saying is that okay, here's my okay. Let me just lay out the map, right? Like I think that we do start as being simps, right? That's like you know. A, like a very confused kid running around going are you my mother you know like that that's a sim okay yeah very, very few people skip that stage yeah most yeah. I, I would agree that most guys have no clue what they're doing they're they are probably the only woman that they know in their life uh, unless they have like sisters in, around their age um is their mom so Dude, you know man, and that relationship so right I, it's what? so bad. I knew freshman, like freshman year in college, there'd be these like guys and you could like, they just had no preparation for like the adulting part of college life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they and, would just kind of like of- hang around looking like starving puppies around like other <laughs> freshmen, like girls, if the right. girls are in the kitchen cooking or doing laundry. So I've known girls who kind of got like suckered into like cooking and cleaning for these boys and we're all the same age. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think there's a stage where everyone's sort of looking for, like, almost exclusively uh, have no idea what a male, like a man, woman, or or just, uh, you know, a partner relationship is other than, like, their parents. <laughs> so Yeah. And I think that there is, there's always a period, especially for guys, where, like, you know, we're not fully developed, but we're not children either. And, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and you're sort of, like, in that in-between phase where... yeah. Teenagers clearly fall into this phase, and it can extend all the way into your like twenties and stuff. And our bodies like, are growing, but our minds aren't necessarily. Our minds are not <laughs> necessarily catching rate. up. Yeah, at and, the same and rate. And I think that's the period. All right, this is my bunk fucking theory on how things work. But that's the period where you kind of get yourself into a little bit of trouble. Oh, definitely. And you might you might impregnate a girl or something. You know, like that's the age that that might happen, right? And that's I think like a, a sort of like. No, like a bit of a mirror stage where you realize like everyone's in everyone's in this game for something, 
You know, I think that's where TRP kind of has its mind at is a lot of like underdeveloped guys like who have, who have come way late into the game for whatever reason, because our society doesn't prepare us very well for this to matter of factly, right? For men or women, I don't think for men or a really women. good job of um, preparing us for trying to find a life partner or just they, dating in general. They, right? Yeah, they want to get us ready for tests and stuff. Yeah, and, 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 and but, working. Yeah, and we're, yeah, whatever. Yeah, or the next it. stage, but they're not. It's not really good at developing us socially. You know, like no. school, like we got to figure that out on our own. And I think it comes a little bit late, but whatever. Like I don't want to theorize too much about that. But I do think that uh, you know there comes a point where. Um, the, like, I think the TRP is a version of like older men who never came around to that sort of wolf phase in life that mm-hmm. is more appropriate, I think, for a teenager. Because I think teenagers who think in those terms are not as fucking weird. Like, you're just kind of like naturally assuming that teenage guys are kind of like little hornballs and they're. Yeah, I will say that society expects you to be that way. So yeah, it's not seen you're as not, weird. If yeah, you're 35, there's not much more is expected that, out of you. Yeah, it's exactly. not necessarily. No, we. I think parents and, and adults should obviously try and herd them out of that mentality as possible, and sort yes. of like groom them to be like gentlemen with a sense of propriety and respect and stuff. But, but I do think that's their nature, you know. And then, but then after that, what's the next step? That's the big thing for me, and yeah. I think that. Yeah. Uh, to make it simple, I would say that I would think that the next stage is going from the wolf, which is like sort of like out for itself out to kill it's you know kill not you know kill but like sort of hunting hunting for itself and just sort of assuming that it lives within a hostile world where it's sort of you know uh every every man and woman for themselves uh i i I think that the next stage is more like dog you know (laughs) like a, a wolf that is domesticated yeah but you can't go from simp to dog you know but because that's just a simp. That's just, you know, like, because there are simp elements to a dog, you know? Yes. But, like, but like a dog, I think it, it is, it's like a wolf that you do have the free will. You do have, as a guy, the sense of, like, I want this. I understand that women want that. And then just sort of, like, coming to terms with that. And then instead of saying, like, damn, all I want is to meet, have my emotional and sexual needs met. And not what, are have do- to, what are dogs yeah. known for? They're so they're so fucking excited to meet your needs. That's like yeah. the dog's happiest thing is to fucking make you happy. You know, right? They're expressive. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so I think like I don't know. I think the next stage is 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 that it's like a more chair. It's like a it does sort of reincorporate some elements of the simp. You know, because there <laughs> there is something. Well, it, I don't I don't think it's like, it. say, saying saying that it reincorporates a simp kind of denigrates like like what you're talking about. I think actually simping is a perversion of what you're talking about. Mm. Like like mm. being the life guy, that should be extremely special, right? You should not be giving that out to you should not be just handing that kind of treatment out to anyone that it, it's true. a sacred relationship because it's so limited. You choose very carefully who you will treat treat yes, like that exactly. and that's right. what you do the problem with yeah. simping is that is that these people like yeah, i'm just okay like it's usually gonna be men so oh, I'm just gonna oh, she's men. getting closer to the mic yeah, she, she scooted <laughs> in okay all right all right like, uh, all right fine all right all right so it's it's okay so i think like like simping is men kind of weaponizing the the wife guy right 
They know mm-hmm. kind of emulating the attributes of a stable provider of, a, of, of, of masculinity of manhood to try to get something out of this uh, woman that they do not have that, that social contract with. Yeah. It's like uh, the ultra nice guy. It's right? ultra like, nice guy. And ultra then, nice guy. Yeah. And that's what turns it transactional. And that's yeah. what turns it coercive uh, and inappropriate. That's the reason why it's not, it's not to denigrate what husbands do for their wives or mm. wives do for their husbands. Um, I'd say that's a perversion of what what that marital relationship should be. Um, I mean, the thing about like this guy's post and just you know, red, like red pill at large or something. It's that um, it's that these guys can't seem to let that go once they step into that that special exclusive relationship, whether it's a long term partnership or an actual marriage or whatever. Right. It's like they can't ever like shut that off. I. F- I feel like once you get into a relationship, um, you guys can, you guys being wife guys, step in whenever. I feel like once you step into that relationship, this is by choice, right? You have to let that outside world go to some extent. It's no longer about what general, like what women are like or what this particular group of women are like yeah. um, or what social, the gender social relations are. It's no longer about that. It's about your wife as an right. individual. Um it's about it's no longer about what men are like in general. It's about what your husband is like. Um, so it's it's you have to kind of cut that off and stop thinking in terms of these macro principles and try to like try to try to triangulate your relationship uh, with against that. That feels like you're kind of you kind of have one foot out the game. Like you're trying to still keep your skills sharp. Like why? Right. Yeah. Like why are you doing that? And I think why that, are you that's, doing that? That's partly why. Oh, why oh, that's you, a big why are you reason trying why. to? Yeah. Why are you leveraging? Oh, what what some like general like what women are like to try to win an argument with your wife or something? Right. Like, what, what does it matter what other women are like? This is your wife. Right. And and the point you're making, Jess, is is a big reason why I feel like this guy has not really grown at all, and that's why I get the sense that he's. It, he, he's going to be, you know, it, it's going to end badly, right? And there's another po- there's a I hope comment. it doesn't, but it could. No, no, I'm not. I say that not because I hope it. No, does. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying like, my I, I, we don't wish ill on this guy. No, we don't. I don't. Just I don't know this guy from there's Adam. There's some red flags right? here, clearly. Just I think even flag. the commenters have right. picked up on a few of them. Yeah, you know? and there's this great comment like where this guy's basically saying like, "I'm not buying your bullshit," right? And he's like, "I expect more." Not gonna lie. This seems to go back to the stereotypical view of Asians only knowing to work and to care about money. Uh, there's huge value of working 60 plus hours and trying best to invest. But what about other factors that make men attractive? Um, style, you know, being fit, working on social anxiety, having hobbies, gaining life interests. He says, I vehemently disagree with disregarding the ladies. 20s are the best time to develop that social skill. Talking to women is different from talking to buddies. I, I think that's true. Dating is a skill and you can work on it while working on yourself. Exactly. Like you don't need to be a hermit, right? You don't need to just basically not do anything that's fun and, you know, work 80 hours a week and grind, grind, grind. Like you need to have, you need to, part of developing your inner game (laughs) and and working on yourself isn't just being a worker bee. Like it's actually having a, a personality so that when you go out and try to date now because you come up for air. Because now you're not, you know, that broke college kid or a recent graduate. You're actually going to be attractive, not just because you have a lot of dollars. Like you're actually going to be an interesting human being who actually knows how to like make friends, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. So I, I, I like how this guy is basically saying like, you're full of shit. Like, you know, this is pretty bad. I, I, I think that's fine. Cause I think the guy who wrote this, like if you're, I do think that this guy is probably a little bit more sophisticated than he's letting out in the post. I think he's intentionally dumbing himself down because he sort of, in my opinion, underestimates the audience and, and, yes. and wants to talk to them like they're all little fucking idiots. But it, I mean, if you really take them too literally, I think it really is that meme of that guy who's like, when you were partying, I studied the blade. You know, right, when right, you were right, having right. premarital sex, I mastered the blockchain. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, well, you know, I cultivated inner strength, and now the world is on fire. The barbarians at the gates, you have the audacity to come to me for help, huh? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, like, that it can lead to that, you know, and I, I, I do think that that was um, Tech Lead. That tech Lead is totally the blockchain master. He's that, you know? But he is that guy. He right. is that guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's real, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Tech lead is earnestly fucking the I studied the blade guy. Um, but, you know, you know, like, OK, in the most charitable light. Right. And um, I, I would say that and I've picked up on this as like an archetype that runs through media. I don't know if there's a name for it, but it, it's very common and the characters are very popular. And I think a prototype for this character would be Han Solo. Right, mm. Han, so- Han Solo is a guy who only lives for himself. He's mm-hmm. skilled. He's charismatic. He's got a dog. He's got a fast car. <laughs> he he's got hey, a. Don't, don't do Chewy like that. Yeah, not oh, yeah, Chewy is a dog. Come on, and that's you know everyone knows that's his dog. That's okay, true, let's, that's on, true. let's face it. Uh, that's why and, you yeah. didn't get. That's why you didn't get the medal at the end of. Uh, well, he didn't have anywhere to pin it. Okay, that's his fur. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's what held them up. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and and so what I'm saying is Han is the is the guy who's got his life all figured out. He's what this guy is telling you you should be. Okay. You should build a smuggling business. You should work on the Kessel Run. Okay. <laughs> right. You should figure out. You know all. You know you should be badass. You should be at the cantina right. shooting first. That's right. That's who you want to be. You're Han Solo. Okay, me. And Solo's in the name. It's all about so, yeah, Exactly. And it's cool because it's like I live for myself. I only answer for my own needs. Okay, I got everything I need. I don't need your ass. The only reason that I'm even going to help you is because you're going to pay me. And then right. I'm going to do, but I'm really good at what I do. So I will, you know, in a way, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to get you to your rebel base or whatever. But when time comes, it's like, hey, Han, we could really use you. It's like, hey, like I'm, not, I'm in this for myself. Put the gold, you know, put the money, put the credits in my ship, and I'm out of here. Good luck against the Death Star. I'm not suicidal. But, uh, of course, what happens? He comes back. He comes back. Love finds a way. He, there's some, he, she, t- you know, the princess gets his heart, and he just, he's like, I can't help myself, and he just comes roaring back. <laughs> Putting himself in danger, but saving the day. And I think you see this a lot. You know, another movie I saw recently was um, The Professional, Leon. Oh, And yeah. it's another oh. very popular character who's like this, right? Right, right. He's, he just, he's a hit he man. Just he literal hitman. Badass, right. right? He's got it all figured out. Just goes around making money, knocking off goons, you know? And then and then suddenly he's he finds a higher purpose. You ever seen About a Boy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, same deal, but in a different rom-com context. Guy independently wealthy, dates single mothers because they're easy lays and they don't want they can't truly commit, blah, blah, blah. One day meets this fucking kid and decides, Jesus Christ, like, 
I have to serve a higher purpose. And, uh, you know, I think there is something I, as, as, as much as I'm just sort of kind of glibly refer- referencing these characters, I mean, I think they're popular for a reason. Yeah. And I do think, and I know guys like this, I do think if you do achieve the, the Han Solo lifestyle and um, you do what this guy did and you're, you're grossing 600K or whatever and, 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 and you're, you've got it and, and, and whatever, that, you know what, like just seeing, just go, plowing through women, you know, and just living for yourself and just like I'm the king, I serve myself, uh, that becomes very boring and shallow it's not even that it's not like it's not good enough like oh i it's this is fantastic but i need a i I need something even better i actually think that it becomes extremely fucking um tiresome and you get you start dealing with new problems like Mm -hmm. like just fucking existential crisis nihilism pointlessness because all of the all of the pleasures and enjoyments that you think that are going to that are that are the point of life all of those things are like sort of like dopamine related and like any drug you build up a resistance to it and very quickly you will find that it's all diminishing returns from there and then what you know then it's just fucking how do i off myself you know so you need to go for the stable serotonin fix not the quick dopamine fix exactly mm-hmm. exactly you never gain a tolerance of serotonin <laughs> yeah that's right because it's a relaxant, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that that, you know, when, you know, I think, I think a lot of guys will get into like deep, some, some somewhat deep into substance abuse and alcohol and shit like that. Um, because I, I don't think that just doing the Han Solo lifestyle is ever as, you know, I think the movies really glamorize that, you know? Um, you know, Batman's a bit like this, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, the new one he he he, mm. he gets with uh, Catwoman. I mean, oh, I didn't see the new one yet. Oh, sorry. Mm. Yeah, spoilers. Cool. I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Care. I feel interspecies relation. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> She's ugh. yeah. No. <laughs> That's never gonna work out. You can't you can't have a predator prey relationship. Ugh. Anyway, well, sorry. Bat- Bat- Batman would be the prey in that scenario, right? Yeah. 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 But you know, I I think, um, but it's a whole. I guess Adam. I, yeah. I guess I'm saying that to live for yourself, the, the the sort of ideal that that the poster and and hey sh- hey listen, shout out to the poster man. Yeah, I mean user Elon Musk air. Okay, I think that <laughs> he has put out something worth talking about, right? Yes, like I'm very has. interested in what he has to write. So this is not this is not just pure haterade. I think this is just it's 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 honest. It is. I think it's an honest take. I think it has some merit, but I think there are holes in it. And I think one of the big yeah. holes in it is that man cannot live for himself like this. You can do it for a little while, but you will find a very deep hole at the center of that setup, which I do think media glamorizes. I think media really glamorizes oh, yeah. that lifestyle, but it is empty and hollow. You know. But but here's the interesting thing, right? Is that like, no matter how much they glamorize that, like that solo leveler, right? That solo sort of like um, hero, they always end up with someone else, right? They always, they always end up with caring about, you know, a woman or a child or both or some surrogate family, right? That they choose for themselves or, you know, it it, it never ends as like, they just go back, you know, know, just back to their Han Solo days. Mm -hmm. Um, the arc and, is, and is Bruce that Bruce like, Wayne is always yeah. trying to fill that hole. 
yeah. for having lost his parents. Like no matter I mean, how he literally, rich he is, how yeah. you know how men, you know how badass he becomes, he, he literally takes orphans hold, off yeah. the street to put them in mortal danger. But you know, I mean, he's <laughs> <laughs> yep. he's doing it for to fight crime, but he's actually yep. doing it to fill the hole in his heart because his parents were killed. And I and but, I say <laughs> I don't think that's just a literary device. You know, I think people like that's that resonates because it's true. Is yes. what I'm saying about these yes. types of characters is there has to be yeah there has to be a purpose for you going through that phase of developing right. yourself and I right. think this is this is again one of those things that's gender neutral um, it's just it's less developed it's like the uh, the rhetoric around it for women is less developed but the same arc is roughly true I at some point you work on yourself you develop yourself um, but it has to be for a purpose if the purpose is just Ought to fulfill your like venal material needs, that kind of becomes a tautological process that's meaningless. It just goes nowhere. There's a limit to how much of that. At some point, you have to take that development and apply it to some higher cause. I think for women, in, in terms of like interpersonal relationships, women tend to invest that into their children. It's more of an open question where men put that. But the most stable answer is with their families. Yeah. Their wives, their children, uh, their immediate families. That's that's the higher purpose. Otherwise, what was the like? What is this guy's p- purpose in uh, in building up his quote empire, so to speak? What was that for? I, I will say, Jess, I have not. I think there are guys who are more skilled at at, at balancing this or 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 perpetuating this state of life longer than others, like. I don't think I'm particularly good at it. Uh, I'm certainly not. But I think everyone eventually succumbs to the need to serve a higher purpose uh, because it is it is imprisoning. You know, like someone in the Discord or someone on Twitter, actually, I was kind of like kind of playing around with these ideas. And then someone said, you know, just living for yourself, you know, just just like getting every one of your like carnal needs and whatever materialistic needs met is in its own way a prison very quickly. You find that very quickly. And mm-hmm. I, and I totally agreed with that uh, because, um, but some people I think are good at, at, at kind of stretching that out for a little bit longer, but ultimately I've never seen someone do it indefinitely. And I've always seen it as a struggle. Like there's always, no matter what, still kind of always kind of in search of something a little bit beyond themselves that they can, that instead of having my needs met, they're in search of something to serve. You know, I, it just, it's not a choice that you make where you're like, you know what? I want to be a better man. It's like an actual burning need is, is my experience with that is like, there is a burning need for you to find something to serve and you become the thing that meets some other, someone else's need is 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 what i think is actually like a burning like it, it, it's like a mandate it's almost like hardwired into men and i think that's consistent with all these like sort of you know like you know how trp people like to pretend that they're darwinists mm. it's actually consistent because why because uh for, first of all the organism is not the ultimate unit of 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 uh evolution right it's the genes and humans, we know, like males in particular, are different than uh, a lot of other males in nature in that we uh, are co-parents, 
right? So there is something about right. a man that has to become selfless at a certain point, not because we want to be better men, not better people or more religious, more transcendental, more moral, spiritual, whatever. It's because actually that's in our programming to be uh, serving something outside of our immediate corpus individual. Uh, and usually that takes the form of being a father. Now, see, that's a struggle now because I, I don't want to be a father. So, but but uh, yeah. but I do think that that doesn't necessarily doom you in the sense that I think it's an inchoate cognitive need to serve something. It doesn't necessarily have to be your immediate children. No, no. Right? I, I think for me, I, that that's mm-hmm. my mentorship, right? Sure, mentorship. Part of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or just being a good husband oh. to your. To yeah, your, I mean, you wife. guys too, are both course. husbands. No, a so good that's, son that's to your family. parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. are still embedded into family networks. Well, um, it, yeah, and and I guess I wanted to. This came to mind just as you were talking, Jess, and and I guess I don't know if it's directly related to any point um, that you made, but um, I think there's this idea in sort of TRP spaces or Asian masculinity, or just I think overall I've seen it percolating that um, to avoid being a simp, or it's like an overreaction to be a simp from being like the simpness that people see. Is that you should treat you can't treat a woman that you're dating like seriously any better than you treat any of your friends, uh, and if you do that, that's somehow like going to set you up for failure. She's just going to take advantage of you, and you know I, I completely disagree with that. I mean, I think that you have to treat the woman that you're with or the partner that you're with um, better than any of your friends, right? Like it, they're, they're they're supposed to be someone who's special. Right, they're not just another person in your life, um, yeah. and you you know you need Absolutely. to obviously make that decision. Um, but you can't. I, I can't just treat my wife like any other woman that I know. Right? Yeah, that's like, the line. And, and I like don't want your... her to treat me like any other dude that she's ever known. Right? <laughs> like yeah. that's just what? What? Then why are we married? You know that. Yeah, playing hard to what's get. This keep, thing, you right? gotta you gotta keep it casual in a marriage if you want it to last. Yeah, you know? yeah, you gotta like play hard to get with your wife. Like, get out of here. Yeah. Like, so I just I don't like that advice because I I think it's a complete overreaction to these people who uh, simp to try to get like they're gonna like sneak into a relationship with a woman. Right. It's bad advice, but it, you know, or it, it might be good. It might be bad advice. It might be good advice. But I think the the concept of these advices that people are giving, and, and I kind of now think about like that first post I put it, which which was kind of popular. Like, I had people actually DM me going like, "Oh, thanks for the post." Like, you know that, and and I felt good about it. But then I look back and I'm like, I'm not totally sure. Like, I'm not sure the stuff that I wrote about career is necessarily true because I'm like, look, man, if I could tell you, if you could, if I could only tell you about my attitudes about career these days, okay. Um, but what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like the the problem I have a lot with these advices is that it simplifies nature our nature into an objective thing, and then it's like suddenly your nature you're either going with or against your nature, and and you got to listen to someone else tell you what your nature is, when in fact your nature is experienced subjectively. The only boundaries and the only thing that actually determines what your nature is is not someone on the internet or even someone with a PhD in a in a fucking paper telling you what it is, but I think it is your your sort of subjective feeling of what you should be doing. That's your nature coming through some way, 
You know, it, it's if it's nature, it's gonna you're gonna experience it. It's mm-hmm. you don't have to read about your fucking nature, you know. So it, it like it's Star Wars, man. It's like Luke, you know, going through the trench with that fucking visor, and it's like <laughs> stay on target, pussy acquisition, stay on target. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, uh, ignore cock blocking females. Stay, you know, it's like this fucking overlay with a computer display telling you like what you should be doing. It's like that. It's like that scene in uh, A Beautiful Mind where he's like got all these like little fucking over and he's like poof poof <laughs> he like destroys the, the the hot blonde and he's like oh we've got to we've got to branch out and fucking find the optimal solution to the game theory so we can all walk, walk home with a brunette today you know like whatever like all that stuff to me just adds looking back not that I ever took such advice or even got any of such advice back in the day but I think like to overload people with such advice I think just makes them more self-conscious you know, and I think the best advice is just be like, is, is just that Obi-Wan Kenobi shit, man. You know, Luke, use the force, Luke, <laughs> you know, like put that thing away and just, uh, you know, just kind of do what feels right. I think a lot of guys are fighting their nature out there. And a lot of this stuff like get out of your comfort zone, man, get out of your comfort. I mean, just part. if you want to get out of your comfort zone, you'll probably tell yourself to get out of your comfort zone. But I think like someone screaming in your ear that that's what you should do may not be lead to the best outcomes either. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I think no. people should depends just trust on the time and more. place. I think people. Who, mm. I think uh, the guys who uh, who want to blame everything around them, and especially women, uh, could could stand to use a bit of get out of your comfort zone hard time. Yeah, sure, sure. But again, time and place, right? There's no such thing as like uniform good advice for everyone. So yeah. Yeah, you have to be true. able to pick and choose what works. I would say that getting black pilled is always bad. And don't, don't be tech lead. Don't, that. Yeah, don't just like always just kind of being like a decent person is always like inherently satisfying, you know. Um, so don't you know, just don't expect that being a decent person comes with like external benefits like you're just going to get that, repaid. Yes. It yes, has its what, own inherent yeah. payoff. Especially over time, it's like a grow. It's it, it pays off over time because you will be at my age at forty four, and then you'll look back on your life and you won't be like full of cringe and regrets because you'll never regret being like a decent human being, <laughs> even if no. it, even if it was a bad deal at that time. You know, like even if even if you didn't fully get paid back for whatever it is you did, you're not you're gonna you're not gonna be. It's not gonna be a horrible thing to try and err on the side of being decent. You know, so agreed, agreed. Um, geez, I don't know. What do you think, Jess? Uh, any? We're at an hour ten. I think it's a pretty fun conversation. We haven't done one like yeah. this in a while. So it's Reddit, fun you know, Reddit. Reddit still proves itself to be an interesting place because I don't know. I, I, I to 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 the people who either read this or, or fucking wrote this post. Like, I, I mean, hats off to you. Like, I, I'm glad people have these discussions. I am. I think these are really good. These are really good discussions to have, even if we do have our critiques of them. Uh, it's better than nothing for sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just as, as a woman, it's just, it, it's just kind of striking that uh, these places tend to exacerbate perceived differences between genders uh, that I think it, like the gap is much narrower than I think uh, people are liable to assume, especially in like a service-based uh, mechanized economy like this one. There. Like, yeah. what's really the, mm. the gender difference? I mean, labor shapes our daily lives, right? Mm. Is is your nine to five as a man much different from mine as a woman these days? Not really. 
um, we have the same oh, precious yeah. bearing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you're, saying, you're saying like these, these sort of like external physical, like there are, there are some, let's say, physical differences between men and women, but like in, a, in our world, does it really make that much of a difference anymore? Like, is it imposing yeah. a radically different set of social constraints on you because you're a woman and you're like slightly less strong than a man of equivalent size, you know, like, or, or whatever. Does yeah. that matter? It's like, like okay. no, you know, <laughs> a man can, yeah. a man can lift more weights, weight than me. Yeah. But we're all working at a computer. I, exactly. I have right. enough yeah, strength right, right, to right, type right. on my keyboard. <laughs> you know, like, no. so <clears throat> these ways tend, like, it's almost like men are one species and women are a completely different one. And I think like red pill plays on that with language of like predator and prey. That implies completely yeah. different species almost. Oh, yeah. That's that's a real good point, Just is that I, yeah. I do think that a lot of guys in, 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 in these, quote, spaces where we all sort of segregate into one side, all the guys go in one place and all the girls go in another place to, to hash out our strategies, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of guys, in my mind, are actually overemphasizing the degree to which women are the decision makers. Very and, much so. I've noticed yeah, that. And yeah. fail to understand that as a man, you also make choices and you gatekeep and you block people out. Definitely. And you deny attention. Definitely. And you don't, you know, you don't always treat women fairly. And you, you know, whatever. Like, why don't you guys like ever talk about the degrees to which you decide who is worth your time? Yeah, because that's, that's you're a doing choice. that constantly. You're exercising choice all the time. Definitely. And Definitely. you blame women for not being conscious of how they make choices. You're like, oh, all these women only want to date white guys, or they only want to date tall guys, or they don't like guys, you know, like guys. whatever. Yeah, but what about the choices guys. you make? You're making tons <laughs> yeah. of choices. Yeah, yeah I you mean, know? one filter that's always been helpful is when they say all women, like depending on the context, like insert an, an adjective in front of women, like, oh, all of these hot women I want to date. One mm-hmm. or right. X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Not all women. It's there's already a pre-selection. The pool that they have decided is the most desirable, and the ones that they are willing to uh, to ha- to engage with in some capacity um, are X, Y, and Z. Yeah, um, and maybe they should consider, as I think women could consider as well, whether the that 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 uh, sort of highly subjective gate called hotness, you know, whether maybe that's your problem. Yes, yes. Right? Like maybe, I said this may, in the maybe chat that, when we were Maybe that gate that you're doing yeah, is, is, that, yeah. is, is a problem, right? Like your, you're your selection criteria. Choice. Your selection criteria yeah, was, are fucked up sometimes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was a post in, uh, I think, and that's your problem. Identity, uh that I thought was kind of funny. I used it as an example of like uh, of uh, shoddy statistics, actually. Um, it's some guy calculating um, like what the number of eligible women um, and some like there's only one like it's only 1.8 percent of the population that meets uh, that meets the standard, right? <laughs> okay. It's like yeah. it's like women under like 30 who have a bachelor's degree, have a stable job, uh, do not have a criminal record, you know, have a good fa- like good family with no divorce or whatever, um, and you know, an attractive. And then somehow he just came up with like there's only that's only two percent of the population. I think it's even worse, Jess. I think like it's 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 l- literally like. They, they would produce a monster if they had a machine that could actually come up with, like, what they want. And it would be like, you know, when Homer designs a car. <laughs> and it's like this <laughs> yeah. fucking horrifying thing. And because it's, like, honestly, like, the most emotionally underdeveloped fuckwads 
will be like, all right, number one, she's got to love me for who I am. Number two, she needs to meet all my uh, emotional and sexual. Number three, does my laundry. Number four, like and number three does yeah. my laundry <laughs> number four like huge fucking tits number five like you know has a phd in her own career so she's able to make her own money ha- and doesn't yeah has a PhD. Right. doesn't want to rely on me for money oh, yeah. yeah has a spaceship 14 inch waist <laughs> has a spaceship 80 um, percent leg height 80 percent of her height is legs uh <laughs> like tiny head huge hair Hey guys, yeah, and, then, right? and then if you were to actually like produce that in like a biological 3D printer, it would just be this horrifying alien that would just consume humanity. <laughs> 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 These people have no idea what they're fucking talking about because they're idiots. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and then and then that's my point, where that's our point is like you know you get you have to really sort of like be uh, more understanding of like what human beings are actually like. Before you start putting all these sort of ridiculous, you know, constraints on what you want, and yeah, um, and then deciding mm-hmm. that society is to blame for for why you can't achieve this, yeah, um, like it's one of the factors. You can never discount that. Like these places exist, yeah. uh, segre- like like as a race based as a race kind of segregated space for a reason because these social pressures exist. It's just it's just it's just a matter of waiting what the different factors are in yeah. here. Also, you're mad. Them. You're mad as the guy because you're not. You're saying that um, women who meet those criteria, which don't even fucking exist, because your criteria is ridiculous. You're mad because they don't want you. They only want a man that's equivalent to the same criteria you apply to women. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, aren't you exactly the mirror image of what you hate? Yeah, pretty much. Aren't you exactly the mirror image then? Because mm-hmm. you're the guy. Therefore, you're mad at women for having ridiculous expectations but then if you examine your own expectations they're even more ridiculous Mm -hmm. right so you're exactly what you hate and i think that these strange loops will you know the older you are and the more you think through these things the more you end up cycling through paradoxes and realizing oh this is all bullshit okay i gotta i gotta think a different way you know yeah and I think yeah. that's one of those loops is like, you know, a lot of times when you're making these ridiculous demands, you're actually describing yourself. It's just a mirror image. Uh, you don't really see that until you really think through it, though. So that's uh, that's, that's I mean, that. there's it's it's a, it's a thing where if you if you kind of realize what choices you are actually making uh, and it's kind of empowering, you're no longer seeing as everything happening it to, in happening to you. You're saying, that yes. OK, well, I, so I think like like. Uh, seeing it as like all women have rejected me is uh, is is a bummer to say, but like okay, you're saying like all the women I choose to find attractive and that I would willingly choose to spend my time, uh, my money or whatever with, um, uh, it does not does not necessarily reciprocate. That's a very different calculation here. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something rare, you sh- you need to accept that it's going to take longer and, and take more effort to find it. But that's a that's but if you if you like think that through, that's a more empowered thought process than just simply saying like, oh, okay, like I need to give up because nothing's ever gonna fucking happen for me here. Mm, yeah. Um, 
Like you're, you're saying you're making a choice. This is my, this is my standard. And I'm going to, you know, and I, and I, that means that I'm going to do what it takes to get that. That might mean, you know, spending a lot more time uh, single or, you know, having to, having to grind because what I want is more money or whatever, but I am making those choices all along the way that will hopefully get me closer to where I want to be. That's a lot more empowered. I think like I would actually tilt toward even if that weren't necessarily true i would want to think that way so that i have more uh i feel more in in charge of what i can do with my time and energy wait sorry describe can you describe that one more time i kind of got lost when you were saying ah yeah that probably didn't come out too eloquently i'm saying like there's there's always more empowerment in feeling like you had a say in in your current circumstances and not right like an act of god uh, hitting your house versus like uh, you burned it down because you left the stove on or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. They feel they feel it or no, you blew it up because you're you're running a meth lab in the basement, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Like so, like it, your house gets flattened by a tornado feels different than if you blew it up because uh, you were running a meth lab. One of those things you have more control over, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have the ability to say whether or not your house is going to get set on fire because you're running a meth lab. You don't have a say over a tornado. So likewise, saying like, oh, society and women being hypergamous or, you know, status seeking um, uh, creatures have oppressed me and this is why I'm where I am. Or saying, okay, I, this is, these are the characteristics I want in a, in a partner, kind of calibrating how rare you find, you think those, those characteristics are in the dating market and then saying, okay, well, no wonder it's taking a little longer. I am looking for something that is relatively rare. Of course, that's going to take more time. It's going to take more effort to find. I, I actually think I'm, I'm a little bit more transcendental these days about this stuff. I don't know why, but I, I, I feel like, for example, like if you, your ideal of a woman or a part, or, or uh, let's not say a woman, let's say a ideal in a partner right is like let's say maybe not so realistic but it's like you know i want someone with like a lot of virtue is hot and like gives that to someone deserving you know like me (laughs) (laughs) well that's always implied like yeah i don't want someone like awesome and hot but just like gives up to gives it up to like all these fucking losers that don't deserve it or these assholes you know which i think is something that a lot of guys resent about women is like you're better than these guys. Why aren't you choosing me? Why are you choosing that asshole? Right? Okay, fair. But I think I'm a little bit more transcendental. Like I don't even necessarily think you should abandon that notion. But like, instead of demanding that from someone, be it, be the equivalent, the male equivalent of something like that. Meaning, like, you know, kind of be the Han Solo guy. Like, okay, if you think that you have qualities as a as a man or whatever woman. And you want, you think like, you know what? I want a woman to, with all these great things to like reward a man with that. Then you should think reciprocally and be like, okay, I'm a man. I have all these great things. I want to reward a woman with that. Because like whatever you expect from someone else, you have to, in order for that to be remotely possible, you've got to at least be able to embody that yourself, right? Otherwise you're just making these ridiculous demands, you can't meet no it how someone else can yeah. No one's going to meet it. So I think going around with the idea, and I do agree with this part of the guy's post, is like work on yourself. Make something of yourself. Like be useful to someone. Be valuable, right? Know how to do shit. Uh, don't just be like this fucking like walking ball of needs and demands, but actually be useful and be 
you know, something, be some, make something of yourself, whatever. I'm not saying you have to be rich, but just be something, you know, like have some have your value. shit together. Yeah, have well, your shit like together. That, have some that's value. like that other uh, poster we're saying is like, work on yourself, work on your social anxiety, have hobbies, work on yourself. gain but interesting think, life experiences. Yeah. Where I totally differ from this guy yeah. now. And I do think that I don't think, I don't think I put this in my post. I, I do think I left space for this. Um, was that instead of saying I developed this as like bitch bait and now all these bitches are going to come for the bait and I'm going to I'm going to pick the best one out of all the ones I attract to the yard. You know, I think instead of that, it's like, no, you can think of it as, OK, now I'm I'm actually like a person with some value to offer mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Now, my job is to find someone that I am willing to give to to give that to. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a very, very different calculation and equally selective, equally whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just a different approach. And I think if you take that approach, uh, you'll probably have a much better outcome and you'll probably f- cut through a lot of the bullshit when it comes. You'll probably avoid a lot of the women who um, are, quote, hypergamous and are not thinking along the same terms you are. You know, they yes. want to take something from you. Yes. Right. And I think you will be it'll be easier to avoid people like that um, because it'll become very apparent when you're not just trading horse trading for like, yo, what about like three dinners and like, what about like fancy dinner for sex? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And right. we do that for a little while and pretend like this is not transactional. Right. You know what I mean? You love me for me. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where you're like, no, you know, like I'm actually, you know, Oh, you need me to do this favor. I'm, you know, like you're, you're, you're eager to jump into the favor game like hey i I, i'm here to do favors like you need me to move some shit you know like uh you need me to like drive some you somewhere or you need me to show up that something somewhere something for you uh and um with you know i think that leads to better outcomes is my point and 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 that'll engender the same attitude coming back at you uh, yeah. You'll avoid what I think this guy's dealing with, which is he's still dealing with a Christine, except he's in a better bargaining position. Yeah, but he's treating her kind of like how he wants he he wishes he could have treated Christine back then. Yeah, you know, this that, is, this is what, what I mean. That's the whole about, nature like, of his post. Drop needing to let yeah. that shit go. You can't. But he do hasn't. That. He hasn't let it go. Yeah. I mean, no. He, he's, he's just saying. He's just saying that the guy I wish I could have been, like the position I wish I was vis a vis Christine. I am now in right. a position to be in that guy now because I've mastered the blade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he's mastered. You know, it, it, it's just ironic that like he's like, I was so magnanimous at this party. Like I didn't shove it in her face. I don't really care about her. You know, I've got this amazing fiance, but like he's kept up on her. <laughs> like someone asks about like Christine later and he's like, you know, I've heard that like her ex ex wife is her her ex husband is like doing this that and the other thing like dude random gossip fuck you you sought that out man like, it wasn't just random yeah. gossip that you heard through the grapevine like you asked one of your buddies that's still friends with Christine yeah uh, you indulged in a little like, bit of shot yeah, you're still you. thinking about her He's yeah still you're still all th- up in your head. right she's still you know? up in your head man and yeah. like he tries to say like oh you know I don't blame her you know I was a broke college kid and you know but like. Her ex-husband was just he was a PhD student. Like the guy didn't have money either. Like the bright future he had, like it seemed like you had one too. So yeah, obviously she chose de- this other guy for different reasons and it wasn't just because she thought you were going to be broke. The fact that you're that he is taking pleasure in her misfortune being a single mother, her marriage didn't work yeah. out 
and she's not doesn't have that, great options. Like that doesn't make you a good person, man. No, that that's makes what, you a, that you're kind of a shitbag for thinking right. that. And that's what I'm sort uh, like. That's so, the big part of me that I'm like sort of like. It, it seems like I'm a big hater on this guy, probably because like I kind of don't like him just from what he wrote here. Mm. But it's just sort of th- yeah those elements. I'm like it doesn't seem like you really learned anything. Um, you didn't let this go. Uh, and um, you're sort of like a, a dirtbag for like you're not the better person. Yeah, you're not and, the better person here, and like and that is the goal, isn't it? I do think I do. Th- I know, like th- this is a thing that like a lot of young guys can't wrap their head around because they're they're, and I don't blame them because they're still in a dog eat dog world. Like they're still fending for themselves. You know, is like yeah, you do want to be the better person, but not for other people. Not 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 for the but right. for yourself. Like you want to <laughs> develop. You want to yeah. get better, like literally be better person, you know, like, and I don't think he's better than who he was when he was no. being a simp he, for Christine. He, he's his 21 or 22 year old self just with a few more million dollars. That's yeah, it. He, he just has a couple new katana blade <clears throat> swings, you know, yeah. and he mastered the blockchain, like whatever. Like it's not, there's not a lot of growth is what I'm saying, because if you're still pining after Christine and being like, ah, that bitch. Eh, I don't know, man. I don't think you're really over her the way you think exactly you're claiming it. to be. That's exactly you know? it. So, and um, yeah. you know, I, and I, whatever, like it, whatever will happen, will happen. And who knows if he'll ever actually like fess up, to, you know, or come back to like give an update. But I, you know, it. I just don't think just that. Be like, damn sure about things before you have kids with her. This new girl. <laughs> you know he mean? won't just be damn sure. He won't. He, he won't. So. Um. But yeah, yeah I don't I, know. I mean, I can say from like uh, final thought to Jess. We're at an hour and a half. Yes, final thought sorry. to Jess. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I, I'm lost for words now. Okay, I said my piece. Really good. <laughs> oh, you had yeah. something. You had something. I had something I had something. It's more like like uh, just stepping into the into Christine's shoes a little bit. You know, mm. like simping is not exactly. Uh, I don't know what men think women think of them if they if they go all simp on her. It's not ever positive. I don't Mm-mm. think Christine ever respected him oh, or no, liked no, him because not. he did that. It's not. And he ascribes this kind of cynicism to her. Like, oh, I'm just going to use him for dinner and not going to, I'm not even going to give him, a, give him anything. I'm not going to support him emotionally or sexually. Ha ha. Uh, it's not, it's, it comes off creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So without any further detail on how he actually treated her, you know, like, like, 20 years ago whatever however long that that was uh there's really nothing to go on like maybe she didn't really want to look at him because he was that fucking creep who wouldn't leave her alone in college you just yeah. don't know she was uh, so nice he, just, he wrote this entire fan fiction about her her you know no longer good for an asian ass um and her failed marriage and two kids uh, and her sad life um this is entirely projection like it it tells it says more about him than than we know about christine yeah and for sure. and for for him writing he didn't say that like they went we went on a few dates he wrote she accepted some dates or whatever right like that's just a weird way of you know, writing. Yeah, that. it sounds like he's, he kind of he knows. simped out. He simped out, and now he's over. He's over. Well, he, yeah, he's overcompensating. More, right, and he's upset. Like he's upset that he did that, and then but projecting it on her, like she forced him to do it. Um, when I'm like, no, you chose to do that. Like I, I've made the mistake of spending too much money on on on, on dates, right? Or like you know, spending more than was comfortable. Because I thought that was like expected of me, or I thought it might work, or whatever. But like, I don't blame the woman for like 
you know, going on the date with me and having dinner. Like, wh- why is that her fault? Um, I mean, a lot so. of like dating advice for women in sp- like if it's younger women coming like, OK, there's, there's this guy. He wants to take me on a really nice date. A lot of the advice says don't do it. Meet yes, for absolutely. Coffee, keep it really low key. Don't accept these things because they tend to be traps that men try to absolutely. suck you into. And, and a lot um, of times they are. <laughs> so, yeah. It's good um, advice. So, See, so like forums like this, that like the problem, one of the problems with this is it turns echo chamber real quick. Yeah. So it seems like us women are on the other side of the aisle scheming. Like, how am I going to get into his wallet? How am I going to get him to pay for dinner? I'm not going to give him anything back. Well, That's they do re- do that to the extent guys do that. And if guys yeah. don't do that, the, the kind of women that you're going to attract are we're not going to be doing that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I think that right. whatever level of scheming you're doing as a guy, you're going to naturally end up with women who scheme just the same way as you do. And mm-hmm. the less scheming you do and the more like just straightforward you are about what you want and what you don't want. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're going to find women that are going to be just like that, too. That's right. Because yeah, the ones like, that are scheming are going to not be interested in you. That's you're right. You're not exactly. schemable. Yeah, exactly. If he so, wanted someone that's to okay. love him that's for good. You, get what you, put, you get what yeah. you put in. It's, there's a, there is a sort of symmetry to this and a sort of like justice to it all. You know, like it, 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 yeah. it works. The whole the system kind of works and you get back what you put into it. You know, um, yeah. I mean, that's a, a lot of the like the the black pilly advice. It's it sometimes reads hilarious. It's like I selected for psychopaths, and then I got I got I got into trouble with psychopaths. Here's my thoughts on all people. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like I, a, simp. A, a simp. A simp is someone who has a totally unrealistic expectation of what a woman would even be interested in giving to a man, which is. Totally undivided attention, undivided and uh, non-contingent love for someone she doesn't even fucking know. You know, is not related to. Yeah, that's that's why the simp attracts women who manipulate the simp mm-hmm. because they are putting out something totally fucking ridiculous into the world, and they're going to get back something totally fucking ridiculous, which yeah. is a which is yep. a which is a woman who uses for everything she can, and you're just practice. Dude, mm-hmm. simps are just practice. This is just women practicing to see how to manipulate men. And you're opening yourself up to that when you do that. Why? Simps are not pure hearted. No, they exactly. are making fucking ridiculous demands on women. They have totally ridiculous de- expectations. And it's it's a juvenile state that is okay for an infant relative to his mother. And in no other context is it appropriate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you wanted, off. you're you're not attracting what you want back, right? Like, if you wanted right. someone to be emotionally there for him to have a have a good, solid, stable relationship, why the fucking dinners he couldn't afford? You can find that with coffee dates. Mm-hmm. He put something totally inappropriate out in the universe. Uh, Christine dis- apparently declined to uh, to fulfill on on the deal he had in his head for it. Yeah. I okay. I don't see this as a problem necessarily. Yeah. No, no. Like, Team Christine. Did Christine not know that that he was a broke college student? No, she probably thought it was a little weird. Why is he taking me out to like hunt, like like steak dinners for like a couple hundred dollars or whatever? That's what I'm saying. It's like she chose a guy, another guy that was a PhD student, like not necessarily yeah. a rich dude. It's not yeah. like he like <laughs> she went with someone who was going to be, you know, who had like a, a high paying job or something. Like I don't. Yeah. Know. Anyway. So maybe the final word is yeah, you put eventually over time what you put out will come back to you. That's right. So the tr- we spent 
two almost an hour and a half unpacking <laughs> the most trite of platitudes. Uh, but but you know the, the the most trite ones are the ones that contain the most truth because they're so bad but they uh, won't go away. Tell me uh, more, Simpai. Yeah. And yeah. sort of the last thing I want to mention is that oh well, it kind of went away. But uh, as I was sort of looking at Twitter, one of the what's happening things was uh, what do you what do you need to know about Marburg virus? Oh God, oh, that is not do, very uh, auspicious. Is that a new plague? Do we well, have Marburg? Plague? Marburg is actually worse than Ebola, but it's it's a hemorrhagic fever, hemorrhagic virus. Meaning, cool. it. it kills people by basically making you bleed to death through every orifice in your body. Adam, I'm just going to respond to that by saying I ain't got time for Marburg, man. No, I don't. No one does. Yeah, there you go. I'm busy. I'm busy doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we call it there? All right. That was fun. That was yep. that was back to our roots. That was a fun one, you know. Yeah, uh, it was, it's it's hard so, to find these one this one place where like everything is encapsulated into one. So, hats mm. off, Elon Musk. Air, thank you for an entertaining hour and a half. Yes, yes, thank you. And as you can see, it's always I think it's it is the 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 relationship between people, men and women, men and men, women and women, whatever. Uh, always evolving. I don't think you ever get to a point where you're like, yep, this is how it's done. I'm finished. It is a constant, ever-evolving thing. You know? I don't think there's a... You don't just get to a point where you're like, yeah, I'm done. I figured it all out. You know? So, you see these couples in their 80s and shit, they're still working it out. You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing. We should probably tease that out Mm. at some point, too. You Mm. know, um, a lot of people treat marriage as, like, the finish line. Yeah, there's no finish. There's There's no no finish. finish. There's no finish line. It just keeps going. Yeah, like once you like it's a it's the start of a whole new game. Yeah. Well, exactly. my wife and I joke. So like, whenever we have like an anniversary or some sort of like milestone, we'll say to each other, 50 more years." <laughs> Every year, it's fifty more how, years. So how, how it goes on forever. So I'm forty. So you know, oh. I'm sort of saying we're gonna be you know until you we're might 90. Have to start. You might have to start counting that one down. Forty-eight and a half more years. Yeah, always. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> most. But the no, the joke is, is that when we got married, you know, it was four years ago, and it was fifty years. So it's going to be fifty years until forever. Yeah, it'll be kind, it'll I, be kind of that. dark when you're seventy-five and saying that fifty more true. years. Oh, true. But maybe by the time we're seventy or eighty, the you know the technology will be around to live until we're one hundred fifty. So it'll be. There true. you go. That's looking on the bright side, as opposed to turning seventy-two. Fifty more years. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. She says that now. We're not close oh, to seventy. God. So you know, three more four free OS upgrades until <laughs> we right. gotta pay up right. again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to buy the iPhone 68 with you, honey. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, that was very fun. And yes. we will catch you next time. See you All right. Right now. Later. Later.